Victoria Green is back with us from G Square Private Wealth, founder, founding partner, and portfolio manager at G Square Private Wealth. And uh, Victoria, welcome back to the show. Number one, uh, number two is uh, looking at some of the uh, high growth tech frothy stuff. Uh, you're saying steer away from it for the moment. Yeah, I mean, I know today they've, they've held up a little bit better. And every time I talk about steering away from tech, tech like rallies. So, you know, maybe maybe there's an inverse correlation there. But I look at this and I think uh, what really spooked the market this week was uh, the talk of tapering. You know, ooh, the Fed's going to move their policy finally, possibly in September. And the big thing with that is tapering is eventually going to lead to interest rates, which then makes these growth premiums, the multiples these stocks are trading at, pretty difficult. And if you look at things, you know, Amazon Amazon's pulled back significantly since their earnings. You know, some of these have struggled. Some of your high-flying um, Tesla's struggling, even though it rallied after the NTSB. You look at some of the big names, they're still really good names that produce a significant amount of free cash flow, and they're, they're not zombie companies. They're not like the, the tech bubble where, you know, pets.com, where you had nothing behind it. There's a ton behind these companies. I just think you face a heightened risk right now. Uh, the other one is the regulatory risk. So Facebook, um, that FTC is not going to go away. I think they really, really want to hammer on that a little bit. Uh, you know, you might see Google come under some pressure there. And just generally, I think it's been a wonderful place to be. I'm not saying abandon all hope, but I do think you should be looking at maybe taking some gains from that and moving to a different sector of the market that might have a little bit more upside. Uh, well, you do like uh, CrowdStrike, as we've talked about this before within the tech category. And the companies, the big cap tech, uh, indeed, have been very resilient. However, what you call the holy trinity of tech, Bitcoin, Tesla, and the ARC funds. Those are in technical bear markets still, even after strength the last month and a half. Do you think we're preparing for another wave of selling like we got in February to March? I, I think they're at risk. I think people are concerned about what's going to happen with uh, Delta, obviously. And then you look at some of these, they're very aggressive plays. And obviously, ARC is very correlated with, with some of the, the, the fangs. And because she owns some of them, she trades around a lot. But uh, I think you have to look at those and realize they're aggressive stocks. And if this, uh, this, this economy shuts down further, you might see some of the more aggressive speculative plays become a little more difficult. Uh, and, you know, Bitcoin, I'm, I, I'm not a crypto hater. In fact, you know, I think it's going to be somehow in our future in the next five to 10 years. But you would have thought all of the spending would have been a little bit more support for Bitcoin or all the inflation worry would have been a little more support for them. And you haven't seen it. I will say Bitcoin held that 30 and it held it strong. So right now it's got a really good support in at 30. Uh, and I would look at that and say, I'm not sure we're going to see the mania. Uh, I don't know, maybe troll Reddit. And, and they seem to control that part of the market. So possibly see what they're having to say about some of the trading. I think fundamentally you have to look at crypto as, as an emerging technology. And for those with a stomach, I don't think it's necessarily a bad idea to look at it, but I don't look at it as a day-to-day -day trader at all. I look mm. at that and I, I think about what it means long-term to financial instruments. Victoria, does uh, Reddit control Bitcoin or does the Fed ultimately? I mean, it seems like what really put the pen in the frothy, bubbly action from the past year was when rates spiked uh, in Q1. I mean, that basically, as we've been talking about here today, was when all this stuff started to put in their highs. And their, those records have held so far that date back to to February. So if the, the Fed is real about withdrawing support from the market, do we start to see yields climb? And is that what we need to watch to see if these other trades come back under pressure? 
I think so. I mean, that look, rising rates certainly are correlated with that. It puts a lot of uh, pressure on the growth premium. Um, and I think you want to look around at different things that, that might do a little bit better in one, an inflationary environment, and then two, in a period of rising interest rates. And that tends to lead towards value stock and cyclical stocks, which is totally taking it on the chin right now. You know, energy names are difficult, industrial names, you know, everybody's worrying about how far the shutdown's going to go. But honestly, uh, Oliver, you hit it on the head. The Fed is going to drive what the general market does. I mean, they hinted at tapering and everybody decided, ooh, this is a little sketchy maybe i need to need to be worried we still haven't gotten our five percent pullback though that's I mean, correct it's today's been a weird day it looked at this morning with futures like it was going to be a really difficult day and not to jinx it with three minutes left but it's, it's not that bad you know yeah we've bled back but i don't you know this market is going to live and breathe the fed minutes the fed commentary and especially the speed of tapering because i think if they taper this year i honestly think you're looking at a, a rate hike next year i know they're mm. saying 2023 but i feel like that could get pulled into 22. Mm. Uh, Victoria, one of the stocks you like to end on a specific company note is Chevron. After getting blasted, the whole energy space here the last couple of days, you see this is a dip buying opportunity. Uh, we were just talking oil. I'm sure you heard. Uh, do you have confidence that this uh, whole complex of commodities can remain uh, bid? Well, I mean, as your last guest stated, obviously the oil market's under pressure, demand's a little under pressure. The surprise gas build was what uh, really brought it down. But look, Chevron pays you like five and a half percent the weight. Their break even's 50 on Brent. There's a long way to go before they're in any cash crunch. They're they're a good company. They've got a best in class balance sheet. Their uh, merger with Noble is completed. They got some really great acreage from Noble, and they got some decent synergies. And I think they've got a lot of upside still. So. I am. I'm a buyer of dips. You know, I'm a little patient on the energy market. I think until Delta resolves itself a little bit, uh, as you know, you discussed last session, demand might be under pressure, the, the jet fuel under pressure, which a little bit is counterintuitive because if, if you've been in an airport, it certainly doesn't feel like travel slowing down. Yeah. Okay. Victoria, good to catch up. And uh, thanks for taking us into the closing bell here. Always good uh, hearing your take on the market right now. And I like the point about the potential for a 2022 hike, perhaps uh, if things do progress from here. Victoria Green joining us from G Square Private Wealth.